0: Hi everyone, I'm Daryl and I'm Inka. and this podcast is brought to you by Nomura the home of the most flavoursome pre-ordered meals, delivered right to your door. The Seasoning Podcast is a space where you can taste the delicious food
1: the stories of your favourite local cooks.
0: Every episode will focus on what it takes to enjoy cooking as much as you do eating Where do you get your inspiration from? Like, where's your first point of call to check? So where, yeah, where does a food blogger and a a restaurant and cocktail blogger get their inspiration from?
1: I'm going to have to say TikTok. I can't speak for all of us, but for me, definitely TikTok first and then Instagram. Also following other food content creators helps a lot because you get different types of views, what people think. And it kind of makes you think, oh, that's been on my list. Let me actually go there now. I feel like it's a mixture of both. So what I normally tend to do is if I see a restaurant on Instagram that I think, oh, this looks amazing, then I have to go to TikTok because with TikTok, you know, people have voiceovers. I can see a row of different things. Compared to Instagram, you can be a bit limited in your posts now. I know you can have reels and stuff, but sometimes you want to know a bit more than just reading the review. You want to hear the voice behind why they think this is the way it was and kind of see the experience play out and things like that. I would definitely say Instagram and TikTok are my biggest inspirations and where I get my inspiration from. And I think just going out and about as well, what I normally tend to do is I'll write down a list of places I want to go to. I'll try and make sure that they're close to each other so that I kill two birds with one stone. And then sometimes I might be walking along and I've You know, finish going to the places I want to go. And I'm like, "Mm, we still have time. Let's go here. Let's pop into here. Let's go into there. And that's kind of how the night goes. So I feel like that's why London is a bit better because there's so much more you can do and there's better transport links. You can be from here to there in like 10 minutes. Compared to Essex, transport is very bad, I'm being very honest. And I feel like, especially if you're going to drink, you don't want to drive. You don't have the best Uber service here either. So it's not really the best. So yeah, London is better. And yeah, TikTok and Instagram are my biggest inspirations and word of mouth as well.
0: For all of that, it sounds like TikTok gives you a certain type of understanding that Insta doesn't.
1: Mm, Sometimes, yeah, definitely.
0: In terms of what you're looking for. Okay. Do you feel like using Insta alone then, do you feel like it can be misleading? Do you think?
1: Yes, I have to be honest. I feel like it can be quite misleading. Especially when people get a lot of invites for Instagram. And I feel like with an invite, you can't always be as honest as you really want to be. Especially if like the restaurant's the one that's inviting you to come. Like sometimes when you see invites, you do have to take it with a pinch of salt because they could just be getting, you know, royalty like experience just because... restaurant knows that's what you're coming there for compared to when you're an everyday person you might not get that same experience as them and it can kind of let you down sometimes and i feel like everyone should be treated fairly regardless of the reason why they're there so i feel like sometimes that's why with instagram you have to be a bit careful like, especially when you do see, like, PR or when it says invite at the bottom of the post, you can have to take a pinch of salt sometimes because it's like, mm. are you getting this good experience because they know you're inviting you here or because you actually just had a good experience? So I feel like, don't get me wrong, Instagram is amazing because you go. You can post your best pictures. You can kind of consolidate everything into one. but I feel like because of TikTok now, it's so easy to watch a 15-second video and hear someone's voiceover instead of reading a whole review. But I feel like the whole review kind of p- gives you, like, a roundabout picture, and it can kind of lead you to think, oh, okay, this looks nice. I know the presentation is nice. Let me see what other people think. Because also with Instagram, it's a, you can't really type in the restaurant and everyone's review is going to come out compared to TikTok. It's a bit in a restaurant, and everyone's review is going to come out. Do you get what I mean? So, yeah.
0: Talk me through your... Tastiest spot that you've been to in your recent memory? What's the tastiest <laughs> place you've been to? The place where you were like, Yeah, this food is making so much sense. I need to come here again. I need to bring more people with me. Where was that? When
1: you go out so much, they start to blow into one. So I'm actually trying to ask, what do you think? Okay, food wise, I'm going to say Lokma. So it's like a Turkish restaurant in, they have one in Burmese and they have one in Stratford. So I normally go to the Stratford one because it's closer. And if you're a fan of Bottomless Branch, that is a restaurant to get to if you like turkish food and you like bottomless brunch wow that's a match made in heaven like the food is always amazing whenever i go the food is always really really nice and the cocktails are so good but they're very strong so be warned they are very strong but i would say definitely that's one of the taste places i've been to also array array is really good again it's turkish food but they also kind of have asian fusions as well which is nice to see but the food is amazing and the interior is really good as well (sighs) what else oh swingers is really good because they have food vendors and like I said I love mini golf so they have mini golf and they have cocktails so it's kind of like all my favorite things at once it makes it a bit easier and it's just like you can have a whole experience there because sometimes you know you do an activity then it's like oh I've got to look for somewhere to eat but when it's all together it's like oh this makes it so much easier uh what's another favorite restaurant of mine I didn't go to this recently, but I do really love this restaurant. What's it called? Tarshish is a really, really good restaurant. If it wasn't so far, I would go there more frequently, like so far away. But yeah, I would say those are my top favourite restaurants that I've been to recently, yeah.
0: Tarshish and Lockham
1: Yeah. What no, area Lokma.
0: You- Lokma, got you. What area is Tarshish?
1: North London. Like Turnpike Lane, I think it's called. Yeah, so it's quite far free.
0: <laughs> One thing about North London that my hat just goes off to them is when it comes to Mediterranean Turkish restaurants.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: North London, they, they they are ready. Absolutely. They stay ready that because <laughs> yeah, it's a novel experience, a new level. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. I feel like if you want a good shisha spot, you have to go to North London. If you want the best Mediterranean food, you have to go to North London. But it's a shame sometimes because North London's just so far.
0: <laughs> Look, I was getting right into it. You've been had a busy week up. Over the past week gone. Yeah, yeah, tell me, what's been like the biggest difficulty or the biggest hurdle that you've had this week?
1: I just think getting over winter. I've been so used to summer, you know, you would wake up, the sun is out, go to bed. Sometimes the sun is just about setting. You can go out for ages. Now it's just like, whenever I tell my friends, let's go out, sorry, please. By five, you know, less, that's the latest we're pushing the booking now. Because before normally you'd go at like seven, you can relax. Now it's like, it's so dark outside. You don't want to be outside anymore. So I'm like, just waking up when it's so dark and it's so cold, that's the biggest hurdle. I know that sounds like nothing, but I think just adjusting to the period of it's not summer anymore. You can't just be living your best life for hours on the end. Yeah, she has to go home now because it's dark. That's been the struggles.
0: <laughs> I think there needs to be a study on how your body and mind actually feels when the cold goes into your bones because i know my decision time stretches by like 10 minutes i stay yeah. thinking about whether i'm going out for 10 minutes longer because it's cold. definitely
1: because it's just like now you have to bring a jacket and then after you bring the jacket it's like do i have to bring umbrella as well it's too much that's a lot to go i just Literally. Want to the
0: house and enjoy
1: it absolutely
0: so chrissy we're gonna get right into it yeah? we've got some icebreaker questions for you quick fire hit me with the first thing that comes to your mind are you ready
1: oh, oh gosh, i'm scared okay go on
0: all <sighs> right let's get into it cooking for one or cooking for two
1: cooking for two
0: cooking for two or cooking for ten
1: cooking for ten
0: solo trips to eat or eating in a group eating in a group never failed the, never. we have
1: to eat in a group
0: what meal have you been ordering the most recently
1: lamb chop wherever i go and there's lamb chops or ribs on the menu i'm gonna order lamb chops or ribs yeah
0: so you have one meal to eat for the rest of your life what meal are you choosing oh my goodness
1: because i'm nigerian i'm gonna have to say i I say i I don't even know how to explain that well it's like green stew and like yeah that would have to be my go-to
0: meal my heart is very happy because you said that What what meal can you say goodbye to what meal needs to go in the bin
1: sorry. Noodles that are in like water or liquid. It needs to go in the bin. I don't like my food swimming. I'm not a fan. Sorry.
0: <laughs> that needs Goodbye. to go in the bin. Goodbye to the noodles and describe
1: yeah, sorry. Goodbye.
0: describe dates with Chrissy K in three words.
1: Fun, adventurous and
0: creative. I've had that. You've been <laughs> all-rounder. Love it. So tell me more about the beginnings of dates with Chrissy K. What what did the beginning look like and what were your thoughts kind of before beginning and then stepping into it?
1: I'd definitely say lockdown, like lockdown was a big big factor. After the first lockdown I was like oh my goodness there's so many places that I haven't been to in London or Essex and I live here and it's like I want to go around and try these so I went on a mission after lockdown I was like we can't be locked down again this is too much and I was just going out every single day even if it was after work I would go out every single day just so I could go to like a different restaurant different activity or a different bar. and then my friends started noticing that I was going out so much and they were like Chris and I were like what's this place where should I go for this can you recommend me a place and I would always be telling them that until one day my friend was like to me oh my gosh you should start a food blog and I was like mm, what, what do you mean by that and she was like you're always going out you're always giving recommendations you always have like good reviews whenever you talk about different things and it's nice to hear what you have to say it out different places so why don't you just start a page so you can share this with other people it's like oh that's a really good idea so I started looking into it like Canva became my best friend because I was like okay got to create a logo got to make the post look nice got to do advertising and things like that. and I wanted it to be like homegrown so I was trying to do everything by myself and teaching myself how to do different stuff so that was kind of like the beginning journey we went into lockdown again I was like okay right now I've got to postpone this because there's nowhere no to go anymore we've been locked down again but I remember that I still had pictures from before so I started putting out different content using those pictures. And then, especially in the second lockdown, that's when I started to make different great recipes and start doing cocktails. And I kind of went on a craze where I went to Ikea and I bought every single cocktail glass that there was just so I could have a good presentation. I was buying like different sorts of dishes and different types of plates just so the presentation looks nice. for the pictures because it's got to give everyone content, but we can't go to restaurants at the moment. So that was kind of like how I had to compromise, especially during lockdown. But that was the beginning of my journey. And the more I did it, the more I started to fall in love with it because I've always loved cooking. I've always liked making shows. That like, It's a bit embarrassing, but when I was younger, I would be cooking and I'll be talking and there's no one there, by the way, but I'd pretend I was a chef on the show. So just things like that was like what really drove my passion into creating the food page and putting it, putting so much love and passion into it because it's like food is something that never goes away. And it's just nice to see what other people are eating. And I feel like it helps other people as well. That was one of the things I wanted to do because... You'll be so surprised how many people live in London and they've never heard of certain places. Like, all they know is like chain restaurants. That was the beginning stages. That was my thought process of why I started to create it.
0: I think myself included in what you just said.
1: <clears throat> there's
0: so many spots in London and I think we tend to kind of, our go-to option is like a select few.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely.
0: I've, I know for myself, it's not even I think, I know. I haven't even explored the half of London. Maybe even though mm. I haven't even explored it. From my experience anyway, I think it's, it's easier said than done to actually find spots. I think they're all around us. Maybe we're just overlooking a lot of them. Maybe mm. just for the majority, we're walking past them and stuff. But as far as like okay. actively going in and exploring a spot, I find it easier said than done sometimes.
1: Yeah, I feel like, especially with more low-key spots, it can be extremely hard. But Most of the time, you look for places because of either word of mouth or social media and some of these restaurants they don't have social media presence and me I'm skeptical you can't just be taking everybody's word for at face value because some people have told me yeah this is nice I go and I'm like what is this like you don't even have tables and chairs and you're telling me to come to this sort of place and you're telling me it's good you know what I mean like especially when a place doesn't have social media it can be so hard especially if it's far as well it's like I want to kind of know what I'm walking into before I go there. I think like that's another reason why we don't get to explore everywhere. It's kind of like... It's good to have other creators who want to do the same thing, like put in certain places on the map, because we all know our big brand names. We all know our big food chains, like they're easy to look for. They're easily accessible. But the smaller restaurants who actually might have really, really nice food and might be trying really hard because they don't have a big social media presence or they don't have much of a social media presence. It can be a bit hard to look for them. So you kind of sometimes have to be very spontaneous and just be like, oh, okay, I want to go here. But I feel like at the same time, COVID has kind of ruined that because you can't just walk into restaurants anymore. It's like booking, booking, jam, booking, a booking. They're telling to get out of the way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I definitely understand. It can be very hard. I think even as a food blogger, it's still very hard. I don't think I've even been to as many places as I think. Maybe to so outside people, they're like, oh my God, i spoke bases, places. But when I think about it, there's still so much more to explore, so much more.
0: I think um, it sounds like it's something that, there's two factors into this. There's us kind of, the need for us to actually kind of be more spontaneous and then mm. having these restaurants deliver more of a presence about themselves in our faces yeah. online or with whichever other means that they choose to do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I have some scenarios for you, Chrissy, and I need your help. Some things have been in my mind and I need your advice, right? Can you do that for me, Chrissy?
1: Yes, of course.
0: I've been walking through London, right? And Mm -hmm. as I'm walking, I smell something really nice, really, really nice. And I know it's close. So all of a sudden, I happen to be walking towards this nice smell. What is it? I need to know what it is. Then I look up and then I see the name of a spot where the smell is coming from. And I see it's called Chrissy K's Kitchen, right? (laughs) So I go into the restaurant. And I see everything is making sense. The interior is looking beautiful. The food is just looking nice. Everyone is laughing, smiling. Everyone is going, mm-mm, that's all I can hear. But <laughs> I need me a nice meal. And in particular, I need me a nice drink, right? Because I've had a long day, right? But I need something tasty. So Chrissy, i ask you for a cocktail, right? Tell you about my whole day and I need something tasty. What should I have?
1: First of all, I would ask, do you like sweet? cocktails or do you like sour cocktails or do you like strong cocktails
0: we'll go for sweet
1: sweet okay and what's your spirit of choice you've got vodka rum tequila or amaretto.
0: oh okay let's go for some rum rum will do me good
1: rum. so light or dark rum
0: let's go for dark
1: dark rum okay so you've had a long day you want a sweet cocktail i go for a zombie or a rum punch a variation
0: of a rum punch or a zombie. Those will do you well. Zombie or rum punch. Ooh. Okay. The rum the rum one sounds like it's making sense. I can work with that. Yeah. I can work with that. i to <laughs> have both. Thank you so much. I'll have both. Thank you. Thank you. Both cocktails. And we're good. <laughs> so I'm done with these cocktails now, right? So next week comes. I hear on the news, I'm hearing stories and rumours of Stormzy and Maya Jamma. But in particular, I'm hearing that they they might be talking again. I'm hearing some rumours, okay? So... Things are heating up. I get home and I'm thinking to myself, Lord, I see what you're doing for others. Lord, when is my turn? So, Chrissy, I need your help. I need something to get me in my... I'm in my feels right now and I need a drink. I'm listening to uh, Ray J. I'm listening to Mari. I'm listening to Asha. All of it on standby, right? And I need something to be in my feels. What drink should I have?
1: I would say an Amaretto Sour. Or, you know what? Let's go with a classic... Passion fruit mojito. That is an in your fills drink. That's an in your drink. Anything with or a cocktail that has coconut rum, pineapple juice, and passion fruit juice. There's that's an in your fills drink.
0: <laughs> that, that. that amaretto sours Talk it to me. I feel like it's making sense for me. Okay. <laughs> all right then so this will help me in my feels right so by the end of the drink i expect to be in a relationship by the end of that drink thank you so much chris that is that is expert advice i'll take it i'll have two please (laughs) speaking of dates with chrissy k right describe your dating life in one word
1: Interesting. Let's put it that way. At the moment, it's quite quiet because I'm trying to focus on my craft and perfect my craft and kind of focus on myself because dating and being a food blogger can be quite hard, especially when you just start dating, because some people don't always fully understand what goes into it. Most people just see the end finished product and they're like, oh my God, that looks amazing. And that's it. But they don't know the angles, the cutting, the lighting. Like bringing a light box with you to a restaurant. Oh my goodness. It can be so daunting, especially when you're on a date because the person's looking at you like, what are you doing? Like, where, where do you have such a bright light in front of you? It's like, how do you think we get these good pictures? Like, come on. Do you know what I mean? And it's the like, okay, now I have to take a plate and take a picture. Got to wait for five seconds, sometimes five minutes because I need to get the perfect picture. And they don't always understand that. Most people just want to eat. And then it's like, oh, you can't be on the phone. You can't bring your phone on a date. So it can be difficult. And also finding the time to go out with other people as well and make content with other people, not just the person that you're seeing. So yeah, it's quite quiet at the moment, going to be honest. But it's good that way because I can focus on my craft. And then when I've got to a standpoint where I really like who I am, so maybe we could explore those options. (laughs) Do
0: you feel like in day and today, do you feel like it's harder compared to
1: Yeah. I feel like it's very I feel like it is harder. I think because you have social media and you have everyone giving their opinion and everybody thinking their opinion is the standard. Like you have girls saying, How can you get to the cinema and bowling for a first date? That's not a first date. I want to go to Novikov. I want to go to like high class restaurants. And that's not everybody's cup of tea. Like some people actually are just activity people, especially like for me, a first date recommendation is not a restaurant because it's like people can be talkative on the phone, but imagine you see them in real life and you're sitting across the table from each other. All you're hearing is the fork scratching the plate. Like there's nothing to say. So I feel like if you do an activity, you get to see if the person's competitive, you get to see if the person's compassionate. You get to see them in a different light instead of just sitting behind the table and eating. Like I feel like going for activity first, it kind of it's like an icebreaker. You get to know like, especially I can be shy, so I want to do an activity so I know I can, you know, make fun of you and be like, Well, look, I beat you. Do you know what I mean? But when you're just eating, it's just like all we have to talk about is the food in front of us. And it's just like, oh, like, I want to talk about something else. It can be very very hard in this day and age especially because some people set the bar so high and the way I see it is if you go to like a high class really really expensive restaurant festival you can only go up from there next is gonna have to be helicopter rides and private jets you get what I mean so I feel like and that's another reason why I created my page, because I wanted to show people there's nice restaurants that don't have to be the bait restaurants that everybody knows. Like so many times I've had people come to me and say, wow, this is amazing. It's better than some of the places I've been to. And I never knew it existed. So, yeah, just helping people out. But yeah, it's in the mud.
0: <laughs> it's in the mud. Listen, it's even it funny when you're saying... um. When all you'll be hearing on the food day is kind of the knife or fork. You'll just be hearing gotcha,
1: ch- yeah. ch-
0: ch- 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 like you're in the south. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I think um, activities, activities strike me as a way to like, it just, it, it breaks the ice a bit more. Right. I think you mm. know, personality shines through when there's a bit of competition, when there's a bit of like, yeah. which I think activity definitely helps award compared to like a sit down. I think I'm with you on that as like a first mm. someone. Yeah. I'm definitely more of an activity person. And then afterwards, be a food being like the kind of after type of option,
1: oh, yeah. rather
0: than the kind of focal point.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. feel like it's just better that way. Many different activities that people don't even know is available. Like there's axe throwing. There's electric darts. Like I never thought I would like darts until I went to electric darts, and wow, it was amazing. It was it was fun. Like axe throwing, I realized I'm extremely bad at, it. very very bad. But it was fun, you know. Like it just creates an experience. My favorite activity has to be mini golf. Love good mini golf, junkyard golf, always there all the time. Or swingers. Those are my two favorites. and bowling. I'm terrible, but I'll still go because it's fun.
0: That's the thing about activities <laughs> It's have a, It's all, It's fun regardless. You're feeling like you got this W. You've won. Or you're, it's a humbling yeah. experience it's, it's one or the other there's no in between so before we go <laughs> let's find out where we can find you on socials uh, what's the best place to reach out to you where can we know about you what you do where can we find you
1: so my favorite two socials to reach out to me on the first one would be instagram that's where you can see all my reviews all the places i've been to you can see reels you can see guides especially if you need help on like for example birthday restaurants or activities in London and things like that. So Instagram. And my Instagram is dates with Chrissy K at Dates with Chrissy K. And TikTok if you want to see like more day in the lives, more like video specific evidence of the restaurants I've been to. And my TikTok again is at dates with Chrissy K. You can reach out to me on Instagram. You can send me a DM, you can ask me any questions that you want to ask. I'm happy to answer everything happy to help if you want recommendations and help and stuff. And also you can reach out to me on Snapchat, my Snapchat, ChrissyK underscore xoxo. Don't judge me guys, I made it when I was younger. Um, yeah, you can also reach out to me on there. I can give you more in-depth reviews as well because I know on social media, I can be captive with my characters or captive with how many pictures that I have. So yeah, any of those threes, Instagram, Snapchat, or TikTok, you can reach out to me on there and I'll be happy to respond, happy to help.
0: <laughs> Love that. You you end up being gassed, but it's been great. I've been your host, Daryl. I've been joined with the lovely Chrissy and we'll see you on the next episode.
1: Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. (laughs)